Hey everybody, welcome back to Keeping It Real, the Vancouver and area residential real estate podcast that aims to keep you updated on what's happening in Vancouver and area in residential real estate. So stay tuned and see what this episode is all about. On this week's episode, I want to talk about BC assessment. So if you own a home, every January you get a little thing in the mail or I don't know, maybe it's email that states what the BC assessment people association foundation, I don't know what they're called. They, um, they send you this thing that tells you what they think your home is worth today. And oftentimes, particularly if you've lived in the home for a really long time, this is pretty much the only time you get an evaluation of your home unless you've asked a realtor to do a market evaluation. So what happens, I think, is that a lot of homeowners, again, particularly those who've been in the home for a really long time, look at that BC assessment and they think, okay, my home is worth $2 million for the sake of argument. So yes, BC assessment can be used as a way to get kind of a generalized value of your home, but it's not accurate in that it doesn't take into account homes sold in the area, the current market state. So what BC assessment does is they go through the rolls in June of the previous year. So that BC assessment statement that you get in January was taken in June. And as we all know, the market in June in Vancouver was vastly different than the market in January 2024. So the market in June 2023, different than the market in January 2024. And this happens every year too. So in some cases, the market has gone way up, or in some cases, it's gone way down. And in this case, it's gone down a little bit, not a ton. But what we're seeing is oftentimes when you get that BC assessment, you think, oh my God, it's so low, or oh wow, it's way too high. So I want to talk about a really high BC assessment first, because there are a couple of things that can be done if you think that the city of Vancouver, city of North Van, district North Van, district of West Van, whatever municipality you live in, if you think that they have valued your property too high, you can apply to have that reduced. However, if you are thinking about selling your home anytime in the next year, having that really high assessment could actually act in your favor. And it's probably negligible on the amount of tax you'd have to pay on the higher assessment compared to how that might come out as value if you're selling your home. Let me explain. Let's say that the homes in your area have been selling for $2 million for the last six months, and you get a BC assessment that comes out at $2.4 million, and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> why is it so high? But you've already decided that you're going to sell in 2024. So when realtors look at how to make an offer on a home that's for sale, one of the factors and only one of the many, many factors that they look into is the BC assessment. And if that BC assessment is quite high and you're listed below BC assessment, realtors and buyers think maybe they're getting a bit of a deal because they know that the true value or in this case, the government value of your home is higher than the asking price. So it actually might work out really well for you if you have a higher BC assessment. All right. So if your home is assessed really low and you want to sell it in this year, everything's selling for $2 million and you get your BC assessment and it's 1.5, you might think, oh no, why does the government think my house is a piece of crap? <laughs> Although <laughs> anybody listening who doesn't live in the Vancouver area, 
is going to laugh at 1.5 being a shack. <laughs> but here it could very well be. Anyway, so let's say you have a ridiculously low BC assessment. What you can do is you can apply to city or district or whatever municipality governing body, because it's all done within that municipality. You can apply to them and say, hey, listen, I think you guys got this wrong. My home is worth considerably more. I've done these improvements. Now, if you've done improvements that require permits and you didn't get permits, then you're going to have some difficulty convincing the municipality that your home is worth more than their assessment. And you might get a slap for adding improvements without permits. So it's all quite a slippery slope. And there are lots of factors to consider. I mean, obviously, I'm going to tell you to talk to a real estate professional before you make any decisions about your BC assessment. But if you are working with a realtor, it's a good idea to give them a call and say, if you're concerned about your assessment and say, hey, what does this mean? A couple of things that affect assessment, if let's say you live in Upper Lonsdale and they're putting a whole new recreation facility there, obviously taxes pay for that sort of thing. And that often has an impact on the amount of tax you're going to have to pay. And so when they bump up the value of your home so that your tax bill is a little bit higher. So that's just one thing that affects assessment. And I'm happy to go through and, and talk to you about other things that might affect your assessment value. But when you get the assessment, don't panic. It doesn't often mean a huge, huge increase in your property taxes. There are grants for property tax, as most of you know. If you have a second home in North Vancouver, a rental property, then you're going to have to, you don't get the grant for that, obviously. I guess it's not obvious to everybody, but you don't get the grant for that, particularly if it's your second property. So you need to decide, is it worth it to go back to the muni and ask for a reduction or and also you have to kind of decide if you're going to hold on to the property or if you're going to sell it. So clear as mud. <laughs> I recognize that there are lots of factors that you have to consider, but January is a big month for real estate and a lot of things happen in this month. And that's one of them. So which brings me to the next thing. And I probably should have put this in the intro. Maybe I'll re-record the intro. Who knows? Another thing, if you own a rental property, it is a very smart thing to let your tenants know that you are going to increase the rent by the allowable amount given to you by the province of BC. So in this case, this year, that amount is 3.5%. If you own a rental property that you don't intend to move into for yourself later, keeping up with the going tax or going rental rate is a really good way to ensure that if you do want to sell the property in the future, you will be able to do so with the tenant in it. Let me explain that. Let's say you have a one-bedroom condo that you have been renting out for 10 years, and the rent that you charge on that one-bedroom condo, you haven't really raised it in the last 10 years. So let's say it's $1,500 a month. Condos currently, one-bedroom condos currently in North Vancouver are going for something closer to $2,500 a month. So there's a $1,000 a month deficit in the amount of rent you're collecting there. And if you want to sell it, you're limiting yourself to a buyer who wants to live in it. So you're not going to be able to sell it to an investor because an investor isn't going to take a unit that is currently rented undervalued. I hope that makes sense, but I can make it make a bit more sense. Let's see. Okay. So Billy is renting your condo and he's paying $1,500 a month. You say to Billy, hey, Billy, I know you're month to month, but we're going to sell the condo. And Billy says, well, great. You can't kick me out. 
And you're like, well, the new owners could kick you out. And that's not true. If the new owners either, if they want to live in it or they want to have a close relative live in it, then they can give Billy uh, notice or you can give Billy notice for vacant possession, but only if they're either going to live in it or a close relative's going to live in it. If the buyers, let's call them Sally and Bill, if Sally and Bill want to rent that condo out, buy it as an investment property, they can't kick Billy out. They have to keep Billy there at his thousand a month, then wait until the permitted time. So in my many cases, January is the time that you can decide to up the rent based on the government percentage. So now you can up Billy's rent, but Sally and Bill can up Billy's rent, but Sally's husband and her can up Billy's rent, but only by 3.5%. So quick math, what is that? $35? I don't know. I'm terrible at math, but I think it's $35 on a thousand or maybe it's Let's just say it's 50 bucks. That might be right, actually. <laughs> anyway, so they can only up his rent to $1,550 a month when market rent is $2,500 a month. So you see how that would absolutely dissuade Sally and her husband from buying your condo over one that either is not tenanted or has been keeping up with the rental increases. So if you want some more information about that, let me know. We can talk about it. I think a lot of times landlords want to be nice and they want to keep the rent down and they don't want to increase it yearly. And then they find themselves when the interest rates go up, for example, they find themselves in a bit of hot water and they're forced to sell and then they're limited in who they can sell to. So there are lots of factors that are to be considered when you own a property that you're renting out. Upping the rent by a little bit every year is a whole lot less painful, even for the tenant. And particularly if the tenant knows it's coming, it's less painful than it would be if you had to boot them out. So keep that in mind. Okay, so to recap this episode, we have talked about BC assessment, how it affects the value of your home, how realtors look at that BC assessment and uh, try to convince you that it has nothing to do with the value of your home, (laughs) but how some of us use that for as buyer's agents or even to help you understand how homes are evaluated or evaluated. If you want to know the true value of your home, I can absolutely help you with that. Or you can call your trusted real estate advisor. And then the other thing we talked about were rental increases on homes that on your rental properties. Call me. I'm happy to talk to you about how all that works. It's just you don't want to be caught with your pants down if you have to sell. I mean, anybody who made it through 2023 probably doesn't have to sell because the interest rates are now, they've stabilized and by all accounts, they're going to come down. But I do hesitate to predict what's going to happen in the future of real estate in British Columbia because sometimes our government makes decisions that have nothing to do with what will really help. (laughs) We can talk about that in another episode, like letting developers not have to pay GST. Everybody thinks that's going to trickle down to the consumer. And guess what? It is not. But that's a whole other episode. And we can discuss that another time. So if you've listened to the show before, you'll know that in every episode, I do a lot of personal growth and I read a lot. And I also watch an awful lot of television. (laughs) So I want to make a recommendation now and again. So I thought that I would make a recommendation about a movie this time. It was really impactful, so well written and acted. It's called Saltburn, and in Canada, you can get it on Prime. The main actor, his name's Barry, I want to say Keoff, but I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Irish, which I should know how to pronounce. But anyway, fantastic movie, 
It's a thriller. It takes you to places that you don't expect, which I love. I love it when things are unexpected. So check it out, Saltburn on Prime. And finally, I always want to recommend a local business that I love. And in this case, I am going to talk about North Shore Ski and Board. So if you live on the North Shore, you absolutely know about North Shore Ski and Board. It's uh, wonderful. It used to be skiing. I can't remember. It had a different name before, but I mean, they've been around as long as I've been in British Columbia, which is over 30 years. And these guys are awesome. If you want to know anything about sliding around on a mountain or getting out on the water on a paddleboard or foil, they have foils. Super cool. It's a cool shop to go into. I noticed that there are oftentimes people in there just chatting. <laughs> so it's a really good local shop. And I'm always going to be a huge champion of theirs. And I think that's it for this episode. All episodes of Keeping It Real will be presented on North Van Home Sales. And you can get them wherever you get your podcasts too. So please like and subscribe. And if you ever have any idea of an idea of what you'd like to hear on this podcast, I am more than happy to take a look, research it and let you know. And obviously, if you need any help with real estate, residential real estate, I don't do commercial. I don't love it. I'll tell you about that why in a different episode. But if you ever need some help, just give me a call. There's no pressure from me ever. And I will be 100% honest with you. It's not always the best time to sell. Not always the best time to buy. But knowing the market and understanding what's happening is a really great skill. And just think of me as your trusted advisor that will give you the straight scoop. That's it for today. I'll see you next week.